You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. It's Bilal Bakani at Bilal V87 on Twitter. And dear God, the Raw Tag Division is a joke. Maybe all of Raw is a joke. We'll kick it off with, oh man, with the Tag Division. We got the Street Profits setting up Tag Team Turmoil, which they were not in. But the team of Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode was a part of. We heard from the OC before. This match was bizarre. It started with the B team taking on the Viking Raiders. Obviously, the Raiders took that. Then the OC came out. And arguably, the two legitimate top contenders to the face champions got themselves disqualified in what was one of the stupidest things I saw until a decision later on Raw. Ziggler and Robert Roode then made their glorious debut against the Lucha House Party, who, given uh, certain tweets from two out of the three members, pointing out they're going to be free agents, they had no chance. They lost. And then the Revival came out, and just when you thought this couldn't get worse, we got a crotch shot, I'm pretty sure, of one of the members of the Revival. I don't want to look at the tape and figure out which one of them it was. I'd rather not know. Weirdly ironic because Scott Dawson had uh, joked, I believe, about Sasha Banks having a similar incident. So what goes around comes around. Uh, just awful. It, it really, like, regardless of gender, this should never happen. I, I, I don't, like, I'm glad they were able to cover it up and they didn't make a big deal out of it. But uh, at what point do you reassess what people are wearing in the ring and, and have some practicality? Anyways, they lost. Hawkins and Ryder, they came out, they lost. Heavy Machinery put up a pretty decent fight, but they lost. So Ziggler and Rude, who had never tagged before, scored not one, not two, not three, but four pinfalls. The only teams they didn't beat of any consequence were the Viking Raiders and the OC, which you presume they probably could now. So this was bonkers. We got a backstage promo with Ziggler and Rude where they attempted to make up a reason why they're in a tag team. It made no sense. This is the lamest thing I've heard in a while. Listen, Rude has been a tag team champion with Chad Gable on Raw. He hasn't even switched brands in between. Ziggler, he didn't even want to work for WWE. He wanted to go do stand-up comedy and this is what they give him? Not to mention the champions they're going to face are Braun and Seth, who also have really no business being in the tag division, given they're facing each other in the WWE title picture. Like, I, this is just I bonkers. There is not one legitimate tag team in this title picture. The Street Profits can't even get in this match. Like, what's the point of having them on the main roster for months on end if they're not even wrestling? My, my, I am very upset at this. The Street Profits, for some reason, showed up after this, made some New Orleans joke, and then Braun Strowman ran in, and that was completely pointless. Seth, uh, we got a segment, which I couldn't even tell if it was a new segment or an old segment, but later they said Seth was not at Raw, so clearly this was a replay of last week of Seth and Braun together. All their encounters all sound the same, so I have no idea. Uh, we did get Braun by himself, and he told us later in the night, apparently he has a WWE title match, because that's how easy it is to get one. Okay. Uh, we, we heard from AJ Styles before the OC was banned from this match. 
And Styles was defending his U.S. title against Braun Strowman. But, of course, the ref went down. The OC came out. Somehow, with Seth Rollins not there, and I don't know why they don't have another friend to help them with the OC, Braun just fought all these three guys off who up until a few weeks ago had about three titles between them. And the referee got up. And AJ played possum as Braun held a chair that the OC had put in the ring. And the ref claimed to have heard a hit chair shot, which he heard a different chair shot, and he disqualified Braun Strowman, which, while creative, is a really stupid finish, because it's 2019, how do you not have video review? How, how the hell does that go down as a title match finish? Especially when you can plan it. That's just dumb. So, Braun proceeds to just kick everybody's ass, hold the US title high, and this went long. You could see the lights flashing as WWE desperately tried to get off the air. Awful. Just battle around. <coughs> this notion that Braun is going to be in a US title match, in a tag team title match, and a WWE title match. Why? Why are we doing this? I get that it's Clash of Champions and you want to condense stuff. But why couldn't you have a six-man title match? Uh, you could have taken AJ and the OC. You could have had him in a six-man tag, given Braun and Seth a partner. Whoever pins Seth or whoever pins AJ could get that title, and the tag titles go with it. That would have been interesting. What we have here is garbage. All of it. What wasn't garbage was Sasha Banks. She started the show in the ring, cut a great promo. Natty came out and just fought her which was great. I don't know why Becky wasn't on this show. Uh, Sasha won the match. He attacked Natty after. It was all good. Great. We also got Bailey versus Nikki. Alexa wasn't there, which bugs me. This is Raw. Uh, why is she not there? They're tag team champions. What the hell? Fine. Bailey gets the win. Okay. We got a couple King of the Ring matches. I loved the first one. I hated the second one. The first one featured Ricochet, who actually cut a decent promo before the match, going up against Drew McIntyre, who cut a great promo who Michael Cole, who Renee Young, who Booker T put over as the favorite, and McIntyre went on the crown, uh, went, went on the throne, put on the crown, had the scepter, and he really walked in there like he was going to crush it. He was going to win this match, absolutely, hand over fist, everybody was calling for it, but Ricochet won. And, and this subversion of expectations... I was so happy with. I kind of wish they had spent some time to build Ricochet as a legitimate contender because his promo didn't quite do it. I kind of wish Renee Young had actually taken the tack that, you know, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. And they kind of alluded to this a little bit when they talked about McIntyre having trouble with small guys. But that's such a disservice to Ricochet. He's not a small guy. He's one of the best in-ring performers they have. Period. And they're not getting that point across. That was a shame. Anyways, great match. Great finish. Nice surprise. About time. Now, the other match. We had The Miz come out. Cut a promo on Baron Corbin, which was good. Corbin came out without a promo, which was weird. But then he won the match. Went on the crown. Cut a promo after. Although it was a lot like what we saw with Drew McIntyre before the match. Except without the promo. Uh, this, you know, if you have to advance Corbin and he will face uh, Cedric Alexander next week this is a decent way of doing it you know 
you, you, you get Miz to come out there, get the crowd going. You let Corbin just walk in, beat him. Then he goes to the tr- throne. He cuts a good promo. Goes on about this poll where everybody wants anybody but him to win. It works. I really don't want Corbin to win this. I, I, I think we've seen what he was like as a GM, what he was like as a contender with Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans is on main event now. That shows you how poorly that went. So everything he touches kind of turns to not gold, something totally the opposite, which is a waste thing, a uh, waste product. So I just uh, hope Corbin doesn't win. Speaking of Corbin, he'll face uh, Cedric Alexander next week. For some reason, Cedric was in action this week against Cesaro, and I can only assume was to see, to calibrate the green in their entrances. That's why they had this match. Cesaro's just a total jobber. Uh, Cedric obviously had to win because he had the match with Corbin next week. Uh, why he needed a match this week, I have no idea. I think they literally were just like, who do we have left that's a great worker? These two guys. And sadly, on this edition of Raw, that's about as good as it gets. So that's where we are. It's rough. The tag team division, you have the Viking Raiders, and I guess they're going to feud with the OC, which doesn't take advantage of the fact Seth and Braun have these titles in conjunction with the issue they have with AJ. Why you don't just follow up that storyline, I have no idea. I'll be sort of shocked if Dolph and Bobby Roode become tag team champions. That'd be bizarre. I'm almost speechless. It's it's very weird. The whole building Braun as a contender for the U.S. title when he's already got a title and going after the other title. Like, is Braun going to go after the women's title next week or the 24-7 title? I don't know. I hate that all we got for the 24-7 championship was a couple of YouTube clips that I've already seen. That was lazy. This was the worst draw in a long time. Probably the only good thing with Sasha Banks and the King of the Ring matches. Maybe Cedric, just because he's so great. But my, oh my, was... And don't even get me started on the wardrobe malfunction. I Like, that might haunt my nightmares. A rough Raw, but SmackDown should be better. We're going to get some updates on the Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan thing. But oh yeah, that was pretty stupid too. Not a great way to start the week. Uh, you can follow me at BilalV87 on Twitter. Uh, thank you for listening. Hopefully it's entertaining when stuff's terrible because we can make fun of it. Uh, And I always love your comments. And until tomorrow, peace out. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.